Hello and welcome to a new uh, and very special edition of Recruiting and Hospitality. Um, obviously, we can't get to the studio to record our normal podcast, so we're doing this remotely. Um, unprecedented times, as you can imagine. Uh, oh, what well, you're living through, probably. Um, the whole place is on. Places are closing all over the all over London, all over the country, um, and. People are worried, obviously. Um, I've got a special guest, um, uh, a friend of the programme. It's Greg Mangum from Only a Pavement Away. Hello, Greg. Hi, Lance. How are you? I'm all right, thanks. Yeah, I'm all right. I've been uh, I've been um, isolating for the last two weeks, so I'm not going up the wall yet, but um, but I'm on the way. <laughs> We'll get there. We'll all, we'll all come out with the other side. I'm sure we will. Um, Greg, let's get to it. I know you're, you've been very busy. You've got a lot on at the moment. Um, I'd just like to, to ask you, what, what situation do only a pavement away members find themselves right now? What, how has this all transpired? What's happened? Well, what's happened is of the uh, 35 that we've still got in work at the moment, some of them have got one, two, three week service, others are over a year, are obviously working for employers that are having to close down their restaurants, their pubs, their hostels, uh, and are going to find themselves not being able to pay their rent or the utility bills or buy their shopping. Because the big thing with our members is that they, some of them haven't had the stability to build up backup funds. So as much as the employers are supporting them, and are doing a fantastic job in protecting them, then a number of them are going to have to face being laid off with very little redundancy or paying lieu, uh, which everybody understands and is no fault of the employers. But it means that many of them may return to a life on the street or a life of crime just to survive. Which, which we certainly can't, we can't have. We've got to do what we can to prevent any of that from happening. So what's only a payment away done? Well, what we've done is we've, we've launched a, a support fund that started off uh, very much of, I, I sent out a note that was, we would divert some of our fundings, although we don't have a lot of funds, we would divert the funds that we put aside to take on another relationship manager next year. Uh, we would take those costs and if anybody was going to just get SSP at that stage to self-isolate, we would pay the difference between the SSP and the average weekly wage. And then it became a campaign in the fund because Cathy from, from your team turned around and said, right, caterer.com are going to put some money in. And it seems to, with your help, hit the, hit the airwaves. It, it's getting traction. We've got people the likes of Yummy Pub Company are doing deliveries, but cancelling out the delivery charge and saying to their customers, make a donation to the Only A Payment Away Fund. And what we're now faced with is we're now looking to say to the employers, if you can keep these people on your books, keep our members and your employees on your books, let's see if we can get the money to pay them for the next couple of months. Uh, or other things we're doing is we're talking to the grocery industry, we're talking to the Farmers Association to say, look, you need someone for two, three months, and then we're, we're getting them back into the fold. But the main thing is that we need the money so that these people can pay their rents. And the big thing is, if we don't do that, Lance, then these people are going to end up on the street, which is going to cost the government £20,000 a year for every homeless person, 
or they, some of them may re-offend and that's £48,000. Um, so what we're trying to do is A, make sure we can get their wages paid so the government don't lose anything out of their tax coffers uh, and B, these people can pay their rents and don't end up having to go back to a life they'd escaped from. Now, it's called the Pay Gap Fund, right? That's right, yeah, that's what we called it. It's the Pay Gap Fund, yeah. Yeah, you can right. tell I'm creative. Sure everyone, everyone remembers that. Yeah, yeah, right, everyone remembers that. Now, apart from what you've described here, does the Pay Gap Fund have, have any other benefits? I mean, like relieving the tax burden or anything like that. What, what, what else does it do? Uh, it won't relieve. What it, it, it purely and simply does, it pays the difference between SSP and the average weekly wage. Or if we get the money in, it will cover their wages for three months. And what we would say to the employers is, can you carry on paying them and then we will reimburse you that wage? So the government carry on getting the tax, uh, the employees carry on getting their, their stamp and national insurance, as I call it, and it's, all, it's almost as though their employment hasn't ended. If it's a case of we did get them placed with uh, the green grocery or the farmer's industry, then if that's going to increase their travel costs or they've got to stay somewhere, then we would pay those costs as well. Things are changing every day. Um, every time you put the news on, something's different. How do you see this situation for your members panning out moving forward yeah. if we don't do something now? If we don't do something now, we're going to end up with not just another 30 people on the street. The wider scale is there's a lot of people. And you and I have always, we've worked together on conferences, Lance, where we've said, you know, you're two, three mortgage payments or rental payments away from the street. I think it's not just our 30 members who are going to go back to a life they've escaped, but we're going to have a lot more people experience that life. And then it's a terrible thing to say, but our membership will increase next year because there's going to be even more homeless people who want to get back to hospitality and have hit a life of destitution and may not be the person that that employer recognises who's been laid off today in three months' time after being in the doorway is a completely different person. So we're going to have to look to help them reintegrate. So it's big for our people. I, I can't emphasise enough the support from the employers uh, and the industry, people like yourselves, Fleet Street Communications has been absolutely phenomenal. How much do you need to raise? Uh, if we, 150,000, if someone can find me 150,000, there's got to be a philanthropist out there. There's got to be someone who's throwing, uh, a rich person who's throwing a party for their family and, and thinks that's nothing to spend or buying a new car. 150,000, everybody needs money at the moment. Everybody wants to support their people. But, you know, that 150,000 pounds is not going into our coffers. We're going we're gonna to strip our funds. And all we're going to do is make sure that we can carry on paying our relationship manager next year. Any other plans we had, we will divert into helping our members because that's where the need is at the moment. How can hospitality employers get involved, Greg? I, I, I think for hospitality employers, it's A, spread the word about. If you know of any sort of high net worth individuals, get them to give. The one thing I'm very conscious of, Lance, is that to turn around to employers now and say, why don't you donate? These people are having to renegotiate their rents, their rates. There's, I know of many, many employers and owners and directors who are foregoing their wages to make sure their staff are paid. So I suppose normally we go to hospitality and we'd say, dip in your pockets and support us, it's a good cause. But what we're trying to do is say to the employers, 
we are returning uh, the support and backup you gave us by trying to help you keep your teams together. So it's saying to the wider public, there's people out there, the wider public, people have got who, who are maybe retired and while well, their pensions might be suffering, but there are people out there who may not be as suffering as the rest of us. And you know, if, we, if they all just gave, if those people gave a five or a tenner, it's more than I had yesterday. And um, that's what I need to do because this is a situation where we can't ask the employers for money because they need as much as they can get what we're asking the employers to do is if you see it on LinkedIn, you see it on Twitter, you see it on Cater.com, retweet, pass it around. Tell your, tell your friends out there. Tell, tell the people in your Facebook networks, you know. If you've only got a pound, you've only got a fiver, get on to only a payment away. Give that money and we guarantee it will stop a person but living off the streets. How can people contact you? What's your, what's your email address? Uh, my email address is Greg Mangum at onlyapavementaway.co.uk. Uh, if you go on the website, I'm on I'm on Twitter, LinkedIn. Uh, get on our Facebook. Get to yourselves yeah, or Facebook okay. communications. Uh, we've got we we tweeted this out yesterday or the, the day before. Have a look on our Twitter page at caterer.com, caterer d o t c o m. Our LinkedIn page as well. Uh, we're on Instagram. Have a look for it. Retweet it. Make a donation. Uh, if you if you can, like like Greg has like if Greg has said, what's going on with you for the next few days? Then I suppose you're taking it one day at a time. Yeah, taking it one day at a time. We're also the, the other thing we're talking about is there's a for the homeless charities because it's always been about us is hosp you know hospitality in the community and hospitality against homelessness. You know, and, and you've met Delal from Crisis. You know, the guy's doing sort of 18, 19 hours a day looking after homeless people making sure they're in isolation, they've got somewhere to go. But we've also got the situation where because people aren't going into work, they're not buying homeless people food or drink. So we're also saying, are there any employers out there? We know we've got one charity or something. If, if you've got an employer out there who's had to close your kitchen, maybe you've got an only a payment away member, let's get their wages sorted out and maybe we can cook some food there and get it out to the Trafford Centre in Manchester. Let's uh, Tottenham Court Road, Oxford Street. Let's cook some food. Let's let's link up with St Mungo's and Crisis, House of St Barnabas, uh, and you know, say so we've got these kitchens. Let's use them and let's let's keep some of these people where we're going to pay their wages. Let's keep them occupied rather than sit at home and become, you know, vegetate, depressed, or find other ways, you know, that they're going to have to soak up their time because we're an industry that where we thrive on adrenaline and we thrive on motivation and we thrive on teamwork. And we're an industry. I don't know of any other industry, Lance, that gets out there and says, we're in the crap, but we're going to find someone who's in bigger crap than us. Um, and that's what we're doing. Right. We're going to stay in touch over the coming weeks, and uh, we're going to retweet the, uh, the, the appeal for only a payment away as well. So um, stay in touch, and we'll, we'll, we'll get updates from you as we go along. Yeah, thanks, Lance, Lance and, uh, you know, stay in isolation there, mate. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah. Thanks, mate, thanks. Yeah, just... All right, take care. Greg, thank you so much for talking to me today. Wishing you all the best. Stay safe. And you. Take care. Cheers. Bye. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.